Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode... 227. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news, and then we jump all aboard the hype train. Can someone give me a choo-choo? Choo-choo! <laughs> choo-choo! <laughs> I choo-choo-choose you! Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's a very right. good graph, Wigan. <laughs> Uh, as you can tell, we're all here in the Toy Power studio. We've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Well, hoi, hoi. And Darren. Thank you, everyone. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? She's got a new hat. All right, and now we're kicking off with some Masters of the Universe, Masterverse Revelations, a revelation, if you will. Um, the first wave is popping up now. So we've had a number of sightings of God Skeletor, mm. the big jumbo oversized figure that I think Ben is very keen to yeah, get his hands definitely. on. Yep, mm. yep. Battle so, Cat's uh, the other one that's yep. been popping up over everyone. Everyone's given a lot of size comparisons and He such. is the biggest, from what I understand, like even bigger than a classics, classics version. Correct, yep. yep. So that's cool. Now, just a point on these in the US... God Skeletor and Battle Cat are target exclusives. Correct. Whereas we believe like Wave 1 is a Walmart exclusive, time, but it's timed. Yep. yep, so we'll, we'll get it all later on. Mm. Yeah, so so they're all timed? The target and the Walmart? Or the we believe... Is... I'm not sure about the yeah. target. Walmart is definitely timed. My yep. understanding, watching a video from Toy Shiz, was the Walmart stuff is timed, which is just the, the basic figures. The other ones are just listed as target exclusive. No mention about... Wow timelines or you know yeah it's the exclusive strikes again unfortunately much, yeah. which is which is disappointing but wave one we know features he-man skeletor evil lynn moss man the skelly god and battle cat and and early reports are evil lynn is the pick of the bunch from some reviews very mm. cool figure to get your hands on and wave two no photos yet but man at arms tealer beast man and spike or of all oh. characters very very cool. Have I, we seen any art for Spycore? No. 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 Total total surprise. No, so, so it'd be fascinating to see if we see something first or whether the figure is yeah. essentially the spoiler. Yes. I'm totally on the hype train with this, just seeing the pictures of I Skelly God. I hadn't and, um, realized. <laughs> really? No idea. That's new information. <laughs> you know, um, it just... It just feels so real now. Well, new Masters yeah. line, new Masters of the Universe cartoon, and I'm beyond ecstatic yeah. about <laughs> it. I just can't wait. You know, I'll probably never see any of them locally, but, you know, I'll, I'll find some way to... Uh, well, mm. I've heard uh, Mad Zombie will be getting them in. Oh, excellent. So, maybe check that out. I, that, yeah. That'll be, that'll be exciting. So, yeah, look, we would love to see, you know, mass market, big end cap or yeah. something like on that. The in the, in, yep. Yeah, on the shelves. I think I think we will see this stuff in specialty collector yeah. stores. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. We would love to see that and because... You know, I live in the same community I lived in all, all my life. You know, I'd be going literally to the stores that 
I bought the vintage line from. You know, so to have that sense of nostalgia rush over me would be amazing. Yes. You know, dream come true stuff. But it's a matter of wait and see and hope that the master's gods are smiling. Cross, cross, yeah, the skelly gods. Cross fingers, yeah. cross toes. <laughs> now, I hear that maybe Teela plays quite a prominent role in Revelation. I've heard that. I've also heard some people quite critical of that, even though they know nothing about the story and have seen nothing and... And that we won't that doesn't get... sound like the internet no, at all. It doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> people are Give us back our line. regular internet. <laughs> you know, some of the things I see, like, don't watch it, I hear He-Man dies in the first five minutes. <laughs> but, you know, just, just uh, for all those being very concerned uh, of this storyline, I look at, back at the original uh, Marvel Transformers run, right, where yeah. Optimus Prime sort of gets beheaded and then it's the the other characters running around doing all the the work, trying to find Optimus Prime, trying to rescue. And it just it's so much of a better storyline sometimes when you take the head lead out of the mm. uh, when you've got such a broad uh, character roster. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you need to remove the Step head yeah. the, the head character that does everything that can do all the heavy lifting oh, and I such, and then shine the light on the characters that need a little bit of uh, support from their brothers and sisters yeah, yeah. you know yep. and i think so i think i'm taking this as a positive and i think uh, more. on you know, the masters front the star yeah. comics did a two-part story where adam doesn't have the sword and it flashes forward into the future and and basically he's leading the the rebellion the masters or heroic warriors um against skeletor who's taken over and you know it's like several years in the future and he's he's an old man but it's adam having to do it and mm, yeah. such a great story so dark for its time and, and that, that I couldn't agree more. And it does give you a chance to make your so-called secondary characters shine because to me there's no dead wood in Masters. You know, they all are awesome. So giving them a chance to sort of showcase what makes them that way, I think, would, would just make for a richer story. Look, don't try and make Mechanic sound cool because he's just <laughs> not. He's cool, Frank. He's just, Mechanic what's your superpower? Is... I can look around corners. Good on you. <laughs> So can so can me in a piece of glass, like. <laughs> human human periscope. <laughs> well, we we do know. I mean, it's not spoilers really, but we do know Skeletor will take possession of yeah. the power sword, yeah. and it does make you think. Okay, well, when the power sword is taken away from Adam, where is He Man? You you would presume he's not around while Skeletor is in possession of the power Absolutely. sword. Absolutely, mm. or best case scenario, if he's he's Adam, but. You know, and, and not He-Man. So, yeah, no, can't wait to see that unfold. And, you know, looking forward to the, the comics from Dark Horse as well that have been popping up. You know, they're looking good. We have some other Master Universe news in the way of Origins. The two-pack, the Master Universe Origins two-pack Battlefield Warriors of Battle Armor He-Man, back metal, and Battle Cat with creatures. They all look pretty awesome, as does the, I think, the... The stand that that Battle Cat's on, or um, for want of a better term. So those little, those appear to come with little, they, like, yeah, little baby creatures. Dragons? Yeah, is that yep. what they are? I think they're awesome. Are they? Yeah, any, they are. They're the kinds of things you'd see on, like uh, on the box art. Yeah, back in the right. day, and that's what they're. That's they're what inspired I was wondering by. if they were referencing something. Yeah. Yeah. And these are correct me if I'm wrong, but these are some of the first battle damaged sort of masters figures we've got. They're like Battle Cat looks like he's you know got scratches on him, and and He Man sort of red gashes here and there. Is, yep. this, is that a first for? Masters as in general? As far as I'm aware, it is a first. Yeah. It's a Target exclusive pack, um, which is 
you know, bad for the US. Yeah, <laughs> bad for anyone who wants it. <laughs> On the plus side, a lot of um, there seems to be a lot more of the Rise of Evil two pack starting to show mm. up at Target. So hopefully, it's just a matter of you know things taking different times, different stores to filter through and stores restocking. Mattel did say in their interview with Pixel Dan that there'd be more coming and that basically if Target wanted to order more beyond what they've ordered, you know, it, it's it's open-ended enough that they can. It, it really is in Target's hands, I guess, as to how much of the product yeah. they want. And yeah. uh, the Silverhawks called. They want their back. Oh, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to that joke, man. Yeah. That's why they don't have any of the Super 7. He-Man stole it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's taken them all. All the back metal. It's it's in He-Man. Hey, um, I first saw this battle, Cat, and I thought some of the uh, paint from the armor had rubbed <laughs> off on poor old Battle Cat. I mean, I know I know they want to reuse paint, but they've just reused the maroon on on Battle Cat for this. Yeah, they've this just blood gone look. all right. Paint paint the saddle, and then just like flick the brush at yeah. Battle Cat, and just that's see the how color it comes of out. blood for a green tiger. Is it? Yeah, yeah, right. That's a... Apparently, yeah. I thought he might bleed green or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very good. Well, exciting. <laughs> exciting to see how readily available that is for our friends in the US. <laughs> Something else that is uh, going to be readily available, if you are good enough to get on the pre-order, from Mezco, we have a look at their 112 Collective, and this is the Fantastic Four. And yes, you get all four of them. We get Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Sue Storm as the Invisible Woman, Ben Grimm as the Thing, and Johnny Storm as the Human Torch. So this is the uh, very much a higher-end Marvel Legends for those that don't know the Mezco stuff. An amazing... I love the photos they do with these that have the figure and then just this A4 page full of accessories. The alternate heads, the alternate hands, the effects, depending on what figure it is. Uh, they even come with uh, the Herbie robot that you'd know from the comics. Uh, Johnny Storm is the one that jumps out to me. He's just got this array of fire effects. You could have him doing everything from blasting off on the ground, throwing, you know, sort of three fireballs, one after the other, a flaming head version of him. I mean, Mezco stuff can be pretty pricey. Those who are into this can, can tell you the cost of some of these things is pretty astronomical. This one is probably going to break the bank a little bit in that you're getting all four at the one time for a the low, low price of $420, and I think that's even yep. US. I mean, it's not a bad price to get them all with all the accessories. So that's like 600 Australian thereabouts? Yeah, it's on pop culture. Mm. But that's, I mean, it's under it's just over $100 US per, per figure, figure. Which, is a, which is around... The mark for the amount of accessories. Yeah. Does the does the thing have like a trench coat, he does. sunglasses, yes. and hat as yes. well? Yes. yes. I mean that's impressive, and that's a bulky fee. He comes mm. with a lamp post for crying out loud. <laughs> like the accessories and, are off the charts, yeah, and three Insane. or four extra heads. So yeah, four yeah. heads total. Yeah, crazy. I, I must admit, when I saw the picture of Mister Fantastic, <laughs> I'm like, gee, there's no need to be so explicit about why he's called Mister Fantastic. <laughs> it's with a that. neck piece. Right? I know it's, it's an extendable it's a, it's a, neck. I don't like, know what you thought it was. I thought it was He's something doing his that, mechanic that yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, it is a good superpower if it's good enough for Mister Fantastic. <laughs> but they're, they're cool. I think there's a lot of love yeah. for Mezco One Twelve collectives. We it see a lot of it. Was a lot of love when Trent mistook that piece. <laughs> that was, it was all love. It was wow. all fantastic. All, all uh, six feet of love. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's Russell Crowe's band, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I remember to, I spoke to John Caulfield about this, I think, in our Discord, and I just went, Phew, that price tag, though. And he goes, he goes, and he frequents a lot of the Mezco yeah. sort of, you know, boards and stuff. And he goes, 
Yeah, from what I'm seeing, though, the only question the Mezco fans have got is to get one or two sets. Like, they're not fussed by the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they know what they're getting. I and, think that's and it's right. a quality figure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, local boy Scott uh, reached out and said, who's got Mezco figures? Because I want to see them in person. Yeah, I want to yes. touch them. I want to see their quality. And he came around because I've got three of them. I've got the two Batmans and the Judge Dredd. And I think he was pretty keen to yeah. get these, so he just wanted to have a look at the quality before he uh, hit the yeah. uh, pre-order button. Yeah, so he's exactly. fantastic. Good luck, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. yeah, good on him. All right, moving on. We've got Golden Axe. Remember Golden Axe, that awesome arcade game mm. and uh, PC game and things? Well, Storm Collectibles has shared some photos of their display at WonderCon Festival in Shanghai. At the event, they debuted a number of new releases, including Golden Axe, Gillis, Thunderhead, and Chicken Leg. What a name. <laughs> He's that little dwarf, green dwarf yeah. guy yep. with yep. the grey yep. beard. Yep. So uh, Chicken Leg just looks uh, bonkers, <laughs> but the, the dwarf looks really cool. Yep. And Tyler's Flair and the Blue Dragon. And Tyler's damn, she is uh, a fine-looking warrior woman, if well, I've ever seen one. Not a lot of so, armor protecting no, her. Is, is that, that, not a lot of anything. That sword, uh, it's very... Uh, <laughs> You know that that old eighties uh, artwork it that you is. see of yes. uh, well, it's, it's like heavy metal kind yes. of style, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah that. Uh, yeah, so very cool. The, it's, it's, big, it's, a, it's, a, it's a string bikini. Games. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also uh, we've also seen the Silver Skeleton Warriors two pack. So mm. the Skeleton Warriors have had a few releases already, and now they're coming out in a silver variant color scheme. They look awesome. They can go in any of your collections and things. So um, pretty awesome army build to your heart's content. But uh, good for Golden Axe fans and uh, anyone that loves skeletons, I say. So mm. good luck to you all. Moving on to the Universal Monsters and some very, very cool, fully articulated six-inch figures coming at you from Jada Toys, which is really cool to see from them. We've got new full-color versions of these Horror icons from Dracula to Frankenstein's monster, Bride of Frankenstein, and the creature from the Black Lagoon can fit in very well with your your merman creatures. Maybe <laughs> if you if you want to army build that uh, roster out, figures appear to have twenty five points plus of articulation. We get interchangeable portraits, swap out hands, and character specific accessories. Twenty five bucks each, and released in September. Shout out to Emily Lind, who's a big horror and that kind of like retro Universal Monsters. What's the other one? Hammer. Hammer. The Hammer stuff as well. So, but this is cool. And and Frank, for you, you're a big uh, Universal Monsters TMNT fan. Mm. Is there any? uh, I'm looking at these going, okay, there's Donnie, there's there's (laughs) Mikey, there's April, April, there's Leo. I I think these are pretty cool. I think the, the one thing, and I don't know a lot about Jada Toys specifically, but. I feel like the cloth goods kind of lets them down a little bit on, based on some of the pictures. The I don't actual, think they're cloth, are they? Or oh, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, Bride of yes, yeah. And I think yep. Dracula's cape as well. Right. But right. the rest of it, the sculpting-wise, and, and you know, for that price point, what you're getting, look, it's it's no necker figure in terms of the details, but at that price and at that scale and, and articulation level, they look really good. Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, moving on to uh, G.I. Joe now. Now, we've seen some images. Uh, this is Jada Toys again, actually. They are doing a G.I. Joe Vamp Mark II Jeep. Uh, now, this is uh, based on one of the old-timey vehicles, I believe. But this one is actually 
uh, an RC car, so a remote control car that you can get around and, you know, do jumps and probably crash and burn because it's G.I. Joe. But basically, this is a 114 scale, so the whole car comes out to be about 10 inches in length. It's revealed as part of uh, Hasbro's latest G.I. Joe live stream. Uh, you can pre-order this for probably about 50 bucks. It comes out sometime in October. From having a look at it, um, it doesn't look like you can actually put figures in it. Probably at that scale, uh, I don't see, you certainly wouldn't get classifieds or anything in it, but I don't even know if the door's open. No, I don't think they look, It looks like it's painted on or sticker or something. Oh, some right. Yeah. It's not even yeah. hollow on the inside. Well, yeah, no, it needs that, the motor and where, stuff. Yeah. That's where the engine would be. Yeah. 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 It, kind of cool. I think they're trying something different. And, you know, if you're, I, I can just imagine dads or whatever, a massive G.I. Joe mm. fan and they want yep. to get something yep. there for their kids. Yep. Uh, they RC cars, man. You know, they're perfect uh, for yeah, it, isn't definitely. It? And uh, $50 to me sounds quite expensive, but maybe that's the going rate for an RC car these days. Well, I don't it know. It depends I, on the quality, I yeah, think. Yeah. 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 I noticed it's got USB written on the package. So whether that's USB chargeable yep. as opposed to right. you know, the old school where it's have nine volt batteries and all sorts <laughs> yeah, in I, it. You have to, I used to, with my fast tracks, it was four hours to charge it for eight minutes of yeah, fun. That's right? it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's also got to be great, I think, for G.I. Joe fans to see Hasbro have the vision to license this out. Yep. To other. I think yeah. that's, yeah, it's a yeah. great sign, I think. Yeah. The, you know, well, the franchise has been dormant for a while. It's, you know, we've seen it come back uh, quite recently, but, you know, now that they're really trying to take it places, and I think that's great, you know. Mm. It's labelled the VAMP, like V-A-M-P, VAMP Mark II, but what's really interesting is it looks nothing like the cross cell no, art that they've no. used. Yeah. It's, it's and it's maybe completely, this, something completely different. You've got That's your not, Mark One on the picture. No, and no, no. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was wondering. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, but yeah, um, yeah very cool nonetheless. All right, Super 7 Power Rangers Ultimates. Who saw this coming? Mm. So we've got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We've got Goldar. He's been revealed. Absolutely fantastic uh, sort of G1 villain. Uh, he has had a uh, release in the Lightning Collection from Hasbro. Yep, a couple, actually. Uh, but this one obviously looks so much better with paint, more paint applications, alternate head, uh, a actual coloured-in sword, comes with sort of a trinket box like a treasure box or something and what i can assume are like ninja stars or something uh they're like um dark power coins or something oh, okay. so i think For that's the... how they made the dark rangers if i know more right. power rangers lore at okay. some point and that's probably what the chest is for mm. uh I th- Goldar looks just amazing. I yep. think his wingspan looks fantastic and knowing Super 7 every uh, point of those wings may uh have a you know, a pivot uh, I did re- did see an interview with because this was revealed on like a Power Rangers yep. live stream thing. They the wings are not articulated okay. as far as extent. That's the full extent of them, but they do sort of go. They're hinged at the back, so they will yes. sort of okay. flap backwards and forwards. And you know, the guy sort of quizzed him on that, and he sort of said, "Look, did you ever see him flap the wings in the show?" No, because it was the the very nineties costume yeah. that it was. So yeah. they're just like, "Oh, we're doing it's screen accurate, yeah, screen, screen accurate, screen. exactly." Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. And then. Uh, only recently we've teased, and I'm gonna don't know the name of it, but it's the uh, the red sort of T Rex Megazord. Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. Just, I, was, yeah, I didn't think it was so obvious. But, uh, yeah, that, that Bob forms the. Hey guys, I'm Bob. Uh, I'm gonna destroy some monsters. Uh, yeah, so Why we've got that. Got an <laughs> I don't know. 
Face the, just uh, how Bob would sound, I think. Yeah, Sorry, man. Yeah, so and he forms the sort of chest torso of uh, the Megazord. So, well, this, I mean, very cool. Had we kind of we'd, we'd, we'd pre- preempted maybe this is where Super Seven would go. Well, they all the all that we'd seen up until the last week when these come out was the names. We knew we're getting Goldar. I think Green Ranger. Uh, the Tyrannosaurus and um, one of the other, I think Black Ranger, uh, th- that was just the names. This yep. is what's going to be in Wave 1. And a lot of the questions were around this, how are they going to do this Tyrannosaurus? Like, it's clearly not going to be too scale that the figures can go into it. Just, yep. That's impossible. But yeah, so this is the first, and it's only just a, like from the chest image, up sort yep. of shot of it. A bit um, of a teaser, yeah. I think they were saying July 9, they're expecting pre-orders and that to go live. So expect a few images so that's you know a week or so away from from this recording so yeah expect expect images and more details to be coming and soon scale. i would personally love to see this in the same scale as monster right so that 11 inch mm. ma- ma- big bigger scale and things they've got a little uh, red ranger sitting on top of the nose snout whatever of the t-rex so i think that you know Ranger's only going to be like quarter of an inch tall, yeah, like, tiny. you know, centimeters. Not articulated. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It'd just thing. be um, in the one pose. And uh, yeah, I think this is really cool and something different. I mm. don't think they will combine. I'd no. love to see that, but I'm being no. realistic here. I'm okay with them not combining. Like, yeah, it would be Since lovely. Well, yeah, I know <laughs> that's that'd be true. But, but I, I think you're going to lose something in the sculpt yeah. by, by making them transform. And, and I just love to see it look as good as it can. I think Super 7 are very good at nailing sculpts and, and making them look really screen accurate. Yeah. Well, I think if they made it transform, it would be triple the price. As oh, well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Not, uh, yeah, combined as and well. And yeah. the original toys, did they actually ever actually release the individual robots? I know they obviously did lots of Megazords in the combined form. I don't remember seeing See, that's, them I, that's, individually. I, I reckon this is a bit of a first. I think if you're yeah, okay. a big Power Rangers fan, yeah, you've got lots of Megazords and obviously lots of Rangers, but do you actually have the individual robots that, you know, Probably not. sitting no, on their you're, own? You're, you're right. Yeah. Voltron did it better. <laughs> <laughs> on that note... Was that a sneeze, was it? Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> on, that, on that note, before we alienate our Power Rangers audience, we'll move on to something else. McFarlane's 66 Batman. More information was mentioned during McFarlane's Summer Showcase live stream that the DC Retro Batcave playset is a real thing. It will measure at 24 inches in length and will be around 25 to 30 USD and that all of it could be had for around $100 USD. So that, that when, when we say all of it, that includes the, the cave, the Batmobile, and the three... That's figures. a steal. Yeah. It, that that's is an absolute that's daylight price. robbery. That, that is. McFarlane, what are you doing? Todd, Todd, you're not charging enough. I've heard people complaining that the Batmobile looks a bit too small with the figures in them. It, it, um, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I, I must admit. I, I did too, but... At that price point, that are price you really going to complain? No. Yeah, no, you're not. Um, pre-orders will go live in August. All will drop at the same time, and the line will unfortunately be a Target exclusive. Mm. I must find a way to get this somehow. I think it's a valid point about the Batmobile, but at that price point, does it matter? No. I, plus, I've got the, the Mattel you got one. you got the Mattel one, right? the Funko yeah. one, and I just think I could mix and match and get like an Ultimate 66 yep. Batman line if mm. I put them together. So I'm all in on this. Well done. Mm. Um McFarlane, you, you you're doing well. I love the um the Batman. We've seen a picture of Batman mint on card. Yeah, and it's a very nice. I like this card a lot more than what Mattel did. 
and we've been given the, the Mattel figures from memory had like a base with a little cardboard they kind did. of backing piece, and they I think they played a little bit on the Kapow, you know, yeah, kind of things. The motors. This this has like little you know Pow things that you can probably yep. put above the figures, have them punch. Well, from what I've seen from other images, they're basically attached at the wrist, right? And then yep. it sort of extends up, so you could actually have Batman swinging a punch and then a Pow yeah. above where he's connecting. I love that. I think that's, that's yeah, a very I clever that idea. Is a, I, iconic of what the series yes. was. Yes, yeah. Oh. But also, I was never a fan of the cards from the Mattel line, I'll be honest with you. No, So no. easy to, to bend because they weren't even... They were weird. They were kind of cut out and yeah, tried, yeah, yeah. weird shape. So, yeah. Yep, yep. They, yeah. they were terrible in, in, in that design in my view. But I like a lot of the figures in, in that line. But like I said, I'll be able to mix and match and have the best of, you know, both worlds by, by putting them together. So I'm, I'm very excited and I never thought I'd see a uh, 66 back cave. That's just like dream come mm, true. That's pretty cool. Yes, very, very good. All right, moving on to some more NECA news. And we've had teasers in the past of this set. Now we've got a full reveal of what we're getting from NECA in the Origins packaging reveal. This is the Shadow Warriors 2-pack, which is movie versions of Aruku Saki, the Shredder, and Hamato Yoshi, who is Splinter in human form, depending on which storyline you follow. Mm. First time officially revealed in a 7-inch toy, and as seen from their short screen appearance in the 1990 TMNT film, which is very much cast in shadow, very, you know, played without a lot of detail. Mm. I'm looking at these guys going, oh, is that kind of, what they look like, yep. you know, doesn't doesn't really resonate a lot. We get the same weapons that we saw in the Foot Ninja Pack as well as the Cage for Master Splinter and two versions of Splinter in his fighting pose, which is really iconic from that sequence, I think, when he's mimicking his master's martial arts. Mimicking the movement. movements from my cage. <laughs> yeah, that's <Yes>. right. <laughs> exactly. Um, due for a release sometime between July and August 2021, probably looking at... Here about one hundred and twenty dollars Australian, mm. maybe a hundred if you get him if you get the pack there. Now, interestingly, I think it looks like they both share the same body sculpt. Yeah, um, yep. I think uh, Hamato Yoshi is packaged without the tunic, kind mm-hmm. of on top, but he comes with the tunic, and uh, Rukusaki has like interchangeable arms as well with the gauntlets. A lot of like reused parts by yeah. the looks of it. Now, this is an interesting question, and I want to go around the room now. Ben is the Shredder collector. Mm. You know, and my question for Ben is do you need an Arukusaki pre Shredder in your collection? Frank, the question to you, being on the Ninja Turtles movie, probably one of your favorite movies of all time, do you need this set? And of course, I, I want to know How from Darren, Darren Mega yet? Collector, <laughs> four or five. <laughs> Start with you, Ben. Uh, I'm going to pass on this, which uh, might shock a few people. It's just too plain for me, and and I hate to say this. I'm, you know, if you, it doesn't have any traits of the Shredder. It doesn't have a Shredder mask. Does he doesn't have his um, wrist attachments, and mm. it's all very screen, screen accurate. I get it. I you know I think that's fantastic. It's all the weapons are repacks of the nin, you know the foot ninjas, the foot which I think are just a bit of a um, cop out to be honest. I think by far the best thing in this whole set is the little <laughs> splinters yep. and the cage. Yep. That's it. 100%. If I could just get that as a San Diego Comic Con exclusive or a pack in, or thank you for being mm. a loyal customer scenario, 
just get that that, one those, of those that little packs. Yeah, yeah, just get that yep. little thing. That little thing that would be, you know, I'd be happier than forking out one hundred and twenty dollars for a set of characters that, outside of the um, diehards, would probably never know who the hell yeah. they were. So it's not, it's not Shredder. Yeah. I mean, it's really not Shredder. No, that's right. It's no. not Shredder. So no. you don't need him. No. And yeah. I think you've you've defined it really well. There's a huge difference between Shredder and Rokusaki. Yeah. So this might come as a bit of a shock, but cut copy paste what Ben said. To be honest, for me, it's just a little bit plain. You take away the Splinter cage and Splinter himself and you wouldn't really know what you're looking at yep. short of being absolutely hardcore. Now, to Trent, your point about the fact that it's very much shot in shadow, I couldn't tell you if this is screen accurate because that whole sequence, which is only very brief anyway, is just, it looks like it was done with a single spotlight in, in a pitch black stage. Don't get me wrong, it's an important moment in the film and, you know, it's the, the genesis of what became the Turtles, but it's just, this isn't doing it for me, to be completely honest. Uh, same as Ben, I'd, I'd take the splinter cage and the little splinter figures as some sort of bonus accessory pack. The reuse of the weapons just feels a little bit lazy and the fact that they're both identical figures, yeah. essentially, just doesn't, uh, doesn't do it for me. So, I'm buying it. I take everyone's point about them being plain-looking figures, though. I'm, in my mind, trying to decide whether I only need one mint in box or whether I want to one, one to open. At the moment, I'm sort of on the fence with um, with that, um, simply because they're probably not as appealing as a lot of other things in that, that 1990 line. I may just decide to get one. But, yeah, we'll wait and see. I, I think it's cool they're going that deep into the film. You know, it, it's such a iconic film and it doesn't quite resonate either because of what everyone else has said before me it's such a dark pitch pitch black um, part of the scene because obviously that they're mindful that kids are what you know quite young kids are watching this and it's a murder scene but you know i'm um, so you don't look at it and think 1990 tmnt film no you don't I, I look i must admit i was a bit disappointed when i saw this kind of full reveal i'm sort of be like oh that's that's what this pack is yep. and even i i almost can't tell the difference between a Rukusaki and a Mato Yoshi. Yes. Like, they, they, they is look, the one who looks pissed off all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> like, that's really all it is. Like, yeah. they, they look very similar. And maybe that's screen accurate to what the actors look like and, and you know... But it, like, there's nothing peppy or but jazzy yeah. about it. You, you mm. think that to the original Playmates line, if they did that, that embellishment, the yes, of yeah. uh, characteristics yeah. Yeah. of Shredder and Splinter, they'd have him in the, the maroon garment or something, and yeah. Shredder would have some sort of wrist, you know, um, gauntlets or something, yeah. you know, like uh, some, you know. Or it would have been a mutating figure or something. Yeah, or they did the mutating figures, which were fantastic, and they were they were very different from each other as yeah. well. So... Yeah, because it just doesn't have enough traits. It's they. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I think that's right. This is missing something. Cage, Cage is fantastic. I feel like we'll get that. We'll see that Splinter and Cage pop up somewhere down the track. Okay. I think it's going to pop up. I'm gonna get, yeah, that's my prediction. And it might not be for a year or two. I think mm. they'll want. They'll want to. You know, like all these companies, they don't want to say, "Oh, you know, we're going to reissue this mm. now." because they want you to buy this one. If you're on the fence and you're like, oh, that's going to push me over the line, I'll get mm. it because I get the splinter. But I reckon, mark my words, we'll see the, you'll see this again. You'll get your opportunity to get. Yeah. They, like do, they do like a movie two splinter sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I reckon might be in for some luck. 
All right, more gargoyles. Who knew that was going to be on the uh, horizon? <laughs> so we've got Demonia. She was teased as part of a NECA stop-motion advertisement for Goliath. So yeah. they've got Goliath sort of coming out of the, you know, out of his rock formation as as a gargoyle does, and he sort of breaks free of his uh, rocks and things, and he's you know flying around and looking left, looking right, and he swoops around, and there's all this. Uh, fireworks and sparks and things and thing and then for a quick like, like one half second. yeah, le- yeah. Ha- less than a second type thing uh, you see Demora in the background and you're like oh there she is sort of yep. thing and uh, you're well, only kind sort of hunting her yeah, yeah. The, you see something flash sequence. past yeah. and that's yeah. who he's chasing yeah yeah so pretty cool uh, it's good to see that they're already in the works for uh, releasing more of the characters because mm. uh, Gargoyles does have quite a few ca- characters in the um, series so and yeah, I think this is fantastic and, and a cool way to build the hype train in this. Uh, not only do you get a stop motion video from NECA showing all the articulation and what you can do and, you know, uh, cool in the shadows type, um, you know, f- uh, photography and stuff. But yeah, you get a tease of another character. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Instead of just a standard sort of like photo shop thing of just on a white background exactly. with all the accessories, you'd now people yep. are like, oh, when's the, yeah. when's the action, the full reveal coming? Yes. So true. Speaking of new reveals, we've seen uh, a new reveal from Transformers War for Cybertron. This is the buzzworthy Bumblebee, Origins Bumblebee. How many times can you say Bumblebee? Um, This is uh, what's unique about this. I I feel like it's aimed at more of the uh, younger kids, this one. But what is cool about it, as it's tagged as War for Cybertron, Bumblebee does not turn into a Camaro. It does not turn into a V-Dub. He turns into that little yellow spaceship <laughs> hoverboard thing yep. uh, pretty much from the opening the original uh, G1 animation so the figure it's kind of cool because the figure looks like the classic bumblebee you would sort of remember from the animation but that he turns into the the weird spaceship looking thing might be enough to push a few people Definitely. over the line it's such a sleek looking cool it's modern cool, vehicle isn't it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and i love that i love the fact that the pilot you know, it obviously didn't have them transforming into jets and and Volkswagen and, and, and trucks they never had on the, Cybertron. Um, yeah. They never had the axe or the uh, you know ball and anchor energy uh, mace, energy yep. mace yep. ever again, and yet they're like staple parts of any action figure. <laughs> yep. yeah, exactly. You know, moving forward. Uh, I, and those energy rods that come with Bumblebee, he collects them. That's and, what he's uh, with, there, with, uh, in the first episode. In the first Jack. episode, yeah. yeah, with Wheeljack. Yeah. Um, I, I think Bumblebee, you're looking at this robot and you're like, yep, he transforms into a Volkswagen Beetle. Mm. And they've done it so cleverly that yep. he doesn't. Even even down to the his feet even look like the bonnet of yeah. the uh, Bumblebee, of the uh, Volkswagen. Yeah, you're right. It's really, really, really well done and a uh, true, you know, Tip of the hat to the engineers that have created this. Mm. Yeah, now that is very, very cool. Hey, moving on to some weird news from Funko now. Turbo Man is back. What? Turbo Man from the 1996 film with Arnold Schwarzenegger jingle all the way. And actually with a, with a young Jake Lloyd pre-Star Wars Phantom Menace. Oh. So three years before he... Well, three years before the film debuted, but before he got the gig in um, Phantom Menace, I think would, this would have been a big kind of, you know, um, resume builder for him I think having it done this. Been. I'm really happy about this. I mean, I have a sweet Are soft spot. Are you the target market then? We were trying to work out yeah. who, who's going to buy this I've thing. I have a sweet soft spot for the film. I think probably because... Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it? 
<laughs> yeah, and I've watched it a lot with with mum. Mum loves it as well, and and dad doesn't mind it either. But it resonated with mum because she she lived those Christmases where He Man <laughs> was nowhere to find, where Optimus Prime was you, nowhere to find. You were that little where, kid. Um, you were the kid. I Dragon, want my where, I want my He Man. Where the black suited nineteen eighty nine Batman was nowhere to find. Where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were nowhere does, to does, find. Um, so she she lived that. She she is now suffering from post traumatic stress. Yeah, I was right. say, you, you, you suited your mum up like Casey Jones and sent her into battle in yeah. the aisles, this, batting away this, these other parents. This right? Christmas she'll be like, now there's no revelations anywhere. <laughs> yeah. you know? God skeleton sold out <laughs> yeah. everywhere. You know, I shared um, a little um, tribute to the Toy Biz 1989 Batman on my Facebook page just to digress, and mum was typed within minutes I remember this line and I'm like yeah I, I get what you're saying I, I know this comes back to you know the difficulty in finding that Batman but um, you know I think it's cool I don't know if I'm in or not but I think it's cool and I, I could be I could be tempted if the packaging looks right and the figures look good I could be tempted I think it's a direct it's pretty much, uh, yeah. replica because yeah. I don't think in it's not an update. Right, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be quite honest. It looks terrible. Yeah, like the toy. <laughs> the toy itself looks looks terrible. But didn't yeah. it in the film? Oh, I think it did. That's like yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, and that's fine. Like I'm all for screen accuracy, but like his legs are about. Um, he could fit another leg in between. How his smaller is he's like his forearms? And his, yeah, his arms are just <laughs> tiny. It's just, it's just weird. This is, it's like a what is it like an 11 inch figure sort it of thing? It looks pretty big because like, yeah. it's it's pictured in a shopping. Uh, cart and yeah, uh, does, yeah takes but it up was like it. it was big in the yeah. movie from memory. Like yeah. it was like yeah, a yeah, no, it was. I'm just trying to describe it for yeah. people who have yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, never sure. seen yeah. it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's 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 weird. Oh, it, look, yeah, it's got a big Walmart exclusive uh, sticker on the uh, <laughs> box, so that's an indication that it will be exclusive there. But interesting, you know, good on Funko for trying something different. Absolutely, I don't know who what target market this is for, but you know if. Characters like Darren want to jump well, out, I and could, you know, I could be tempted. <laughs> yeah, um, if Darren, just... if pe- if you know, people like Darren's mum want to go out and grab it, then you know, <laughs> yeah, good she luck. Probably, and... She probably won't. But... Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I've got a soft spot for. It. And coincidentally, I was thinking about it before. Um, Davy, Davy Damage for our listeners uh, mentioned this film on our Christmas Extravaganza episode mm. back when, and, and scolded us all for not mentioning it as one of our favourite. Christmas movies because as toy collectors it should be on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, so um, it does have its fans, uh, and I think amongst the toy collecting community, so it's quite clever. There, it sort of ticks those boxes. Whether or not, you know, the visuals of it, as Trent said, you know, um, hurt hurt its ability to sell as another matter. Well, I don't think the original one is very prominent. Like, I, I think it's quite hard to come yeah. by. So yeah. The secondary market on our move, original yeah. one is, uh, you know, quite up there. So to, this one will probably be cheap in comparison if you absolutely there's and a big I, hole in your shelf of, that needs a Turbo Man. And I reckon if you're looking around at licenses, what better way to look at the secondary market and see what's hot? Oh, they're yep. probably mm. giving it away, you know. Yeah. 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 All right, now we are back with our friends at McFarlane, and we've had a we've talked about the Avatar figures they're doing. Uh, the Todd, as he's known to do, basically put up a video on his page, basically going through these figures, opening them up so you can get a sense of the scale and and the detail and stuff. Really, really nice. 
But what surprised me with this was the price point he was talking. $6 US for some of these figures, which basically probably translates to about $15 Australian by the time they get here. Yeah, 30 bucks probably. Yeah. (laughs) Even then, I mean. Uh, And and you know what? At that scale, it just, oh, gorgeous. But he showed off upper. Now, upper is largely unarticulated. Yeah, the tail moves in the jaw. The jaw can close. Yeah, the jaw closes as well. But, you know, 20 bucks US for this this honking big thing. It's the size of a battle cat, this thing. It looks amazing uh, for the detail that it is. Um, but also what surprised us in this video was he's, it was just almost very brief. He had these figures on a table and then he reached, but he said, oh, look, here's Zuko. And then he reached a bit further back and went, oh, look, you can see him next to the seven inch. He had a seven inch yep, version like of Zuko a, just yeah. sitting there. They're going to oh, come a bit later, apparently. Yeah, coming yeah. later this yeah. year is, is all he said. So, I mean, heaven help us if they do an upper to scale with those Oh, figures, look, I think, but... <laughs> you know, when you go the logic of why these yeah. are smaller, Correct. they're smaller for the upper, Correct. right? Because you, you can't have a, a dub, you know, double the size upper. It's just mm. going to be too heavy and take up too much plastic. But I, I was blown away by the price that Todd's yeah. being able to put these out. $5.99 USD. Less articulation, mm. but beautifully screen accurate, these things were, were, were lovely. Yeah, that that's... So many wins mm. for producing these figures and then doing the seven inch as well. Mm. So I, I love I I'm gonna be a sucker for this line yep. at that price. And so I think I think even the, the question a lot of people have had is going, Oh, you know, do you which one do you go for? I want to see the seven inch before they come out. Get them both. And to your point, if they're gonna do the likes of upper, then you you know you almost have to, in my yeah. opinion, I go for the five-inch one because you're gonna have yeah. you're gonna probably collect the same figures. In fairness, in terms of characters, but you're gonna they're all gonna scale with upper. You might get some little vehicles from the line or something like that, maybe or little playsets even that you're just simply not gonna or, get. Or elements, uh, you know, construction, you know, yeah, like dioramas. Yeah, absolutely, type there's, there's more chance yeah. to do to go yep. deeper with the five-inch line, in my opinion. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, good stuff. Because with all these expensive figures we're buying, it's nice to have <laughs> nice something. Nice to have some cheap ones for a yeah. I mean, $6 US, <laughs> it's fantastic. Really, I mean, really, I know it never works out like this, hmm. but that should be a $10 Australian figure. Like if you do the... If, if you, you do pure conversion. If you do pure conversion. Yeah. And I know, like I said, it's not the way it works. That's it's right. going to be 15 minimum. But could you imagine, like, what can you get for 10, like in the action figure stakes going into a shop here in Australia? Not much. Can't get much for 10 bucks. Only Hot Wheels cars and things. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Hey, and some final news to go out on. We're a bit cautious on how we do this, (laughs) but some Marvel Legends news just dropped with a new retro Sandman game versus Miles Morales and... Look, let's just say a, a Loki from the Loki TV show. Yep. Uh, we won't say any more than that, but you're really cool for you. If you're up to episode two and three, you'll know what we're talking about. Yep. Um, but very, very cool indeed. I love I love what the Marvel Universe is giving us in these waves now. Like mm. we saw WandaVision, we saw Falcon the Winter Soldier, we saw when we're seeing kind of tie-in figures. Yep. And this is another one in that kind of sequence, which is really cool. And and the way they dro- like no sooner had this character debuted on the show, and like a week later, here's her figure. So that they've been planning this, you know, that doesn't just happen by accident. They've no. been planning all this stuff out for a long time. So great to see. Yes, very good. All right, we'll wrap our news segment. Um, that was awesome to chat. <laughs> We're going to now move into all aboard the hype train. And this segment is all about going around the room 
Um, five minutes each to tell the listeners what you're excited about, what hype train you're going to get on. Darren's given us spoilers with Master of the Universe <laughs> Revelation. He's all on. He's he's booked all the tickets. He's in first class. He's sitting up front. He's got his and, own carriage. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's on the the train ride of a lifetime. But Ben, we're going to start with you. Now, this can be anything. This can be you know TV, movies. It can be toys. What what are you excited about? What what are you getting yep, on board? Yep. You're all in on your first uh, class tickets. Um, so obviously, I'm all in on uh, Revelations. Cannot wait for that. Uh, very excited about that show cartoon. Or the show, no, just the show. Okay. Just the, sorry, <laughs> I should have said that before. Revelations, of course. Uh, can't wait to see uh, Black Widow. It feels like mm. I've been waiting for that damn film for five years, we have, yeah. and I just worry that it's not going to live up to ex- expectations because a few of the TV series and things have now overlapped it. There were some early but, impressions yeah. of people who have seen the film, like critics and stuff, yep. and yep. it's all pretty positive. Cool. Well, yeah. I, I hope. I That's really what hope. I've been hearing too. Yeah, I really hope so. So, really excited to see that. Uh, I got an email from Amazon to say my Dark yes. Horse book is coming uh, next nice. week. So. Yep. Finally get to read the Toy Guide book uh, after so many other people have got theirs. So that's pretty exciting. It's the one by Pixel Dan. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exciting to get um, some... I've got, I've got Thundercats Mumra on the way. Uh, so I know that figure's another one that's been on pre-order for God's goodness knows how long. Mm. So the big mummy... Sorry, the um, monster version of Mumra. I'm pretty excited to get him. Uh, and then I've got... I, um, Splurged, and uh, because I've finally found uh, one of my Dino Riders, the Rulon figures, the Ray figure, sort of the uh, he's a Manta Ray, yeah, Stingray looking um, head. He's from the Ice Age, so he cost me a pretty penny. But damn, those guys are so hard to get. So Mm. he's uh, due in early July. Uh, that's about it. I'm in, very interested to hear around the room. I've got uh, Frank's uh, birthday coming up to look forward yes. to. Very exciting <laughs> to, um, to celebrate that. I've got annual leave uh, from work for two weeks. Uh, annual leave. I'm that's going to be a bender. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> look at this. Shit face. Speaking of benders, <laughs> I've had a uh, alcohol-free month, so I am uh, going to divulge in quite the alcohol. Uh, you know, Ben's going to get what are we? Yeah, so such a shame. Should be good. Frank was studying, planning a dry July birthday. <laughs> well, that's what we have here, dry July. But because Frank's fortieth falls in July. You're doing dry June, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it up a month. My, my annual leave, my birthday's at the end of July. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just easier to do it in June. And what you didn't mm. consume in, in June, you're going to consume oh, on, yeah. on the got, 40th. Yep, yep, pretty much. That's right. Doubly that first weekend. So, hey. Double down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it should be good all round. Yeah, well, Ben's uh, exactly right. I'm, uh, my birthday is a matter of days away as of this recording. Um, and having a big blowout birthday bash here that we never really had a housewarming just because of life getting in the way. And we've been in this house uh, like four years now, I think. So, um, yeah, we're, I'm pretty excited to sort of uh, do that. Uh, on the toy front, I believe it's... The wave three of the Super Seven Turtles were basically said to be shipping in late June, early July. So that should be a matter of days away. I'm checking my emails to say, yep, we've uh, shipped it out from Big Bad Toy Store. So very keen to get those. I've actually got some, did a bit of rearranging in my room. And so I've now got some additional infrastructure so I can expand my Super Seven shelf for the Turtles. Just got to move the glass and move some figures around. So looking forward to that. Um, I'm actually really, from a movie perspective, I'm actually really looking forward to the Shang-Chi movie. There was a second trailer for that that dropped just that. the other day. 
and it's it's one of those things that revealed a little bit more about the storyline. Marvel are usually pretty good at not giving you the whole thing on, on a platter, and it's got me asking questions. And now I've gone, well, now I have to see it. Like, and and in Australia, we're fortunate enough to be able to, you know, go to the cinema for to have that sort of experience. So, looking forward to that. What else? Yeah, I've got some uh, more Marvel Legends stuff on pre-order. I was I would have said uh, if they hadn't arrived about 24 hours ago, I would have said the villains wave from Marvel Legends uh, that I was looking forward to getting. They did rock up just the other day, so very happy with those guys. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to not buying NECA stuff. <laughs> In light of what we said with that, uh, you know, that Shadow Warriors thing, I think we've got the, of course, the April O'Neil figure that should be coming here in in a few months at least, and then I'm pretty happy to call that that movie shelf done. The second Shredder, you know, from the movie two, we'll see how he looks, but you know, the iconic Shredder is is already there, and just that, you know, I'm I'm happy you can to be call done. that done. Yeah, yeah, nice, and put money you elsewhere. You wouldn't jump in on a page Turco April or nah, not, no, not I mean. No, not iconic enough for me, yep. to be honest. I am hyped about um, Frank's milestone birthday coming up. Really looking forward to that. Um, it'll, you know, For those who don't know, he's got this really cool um, T-shirt that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, logo that says, I, I'm really in my 30s. I'm really in my... And, yeah. yeah, it's obsolete <laughs> um, in a week. <laughs> Can't wear it anymore. Can yeah. You know? yeah. Crossed yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> Given I've got, that I've got a green, who, I've got a green texter. Yeah. I can fix that. Yeah, given <laughs> given that he's the one that um, always craps on my age, it's going to be fun to. Um, but it's the return. sentiment. It's the sentiment of the shirt. It yeah. doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to technically be true, accurate. Yeah. It's just yeah. saying, you know, I'm an old guy and I still love cartoons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you're an older guy that yeah. loves cartoons. Slightly, but, older. Uh, that's Slightly true. older. Yeah. So I'm hyped about Master Universe Revelations as a cartoon. And also the Masterverse toys that are coming with it. Very hyped, hyped on that. I'm hyped on Origins and the McFarlane Batman 66 stuff. But mm. the other thing that I really wanted to talk about is I'm really falling for the hype for the Flash film. Oh, okay. Yes. Seeing Michael Keaton I'm on seeing set. a lot of that. And, I'm, and obviously you've got Batfleck back and I'm just really interested to see how they do it there's pictures and of the new Supergirl as well there yeah. is yeah. there is I, mm. I just think this could be a, a really cool thing um, people wouldn't have thought you know even a few years ago that Michael Keaton would step back into that role um, that he's you know that, that is so iconic for both him and for the character so it's going to be fascinating to sort of see how that that's unpacked and it's got me thinking that I'm just hoping there's a toy company that's that's smart enough to do it. McFarlane. He's doing everything else. Pretty much. To reactivate the Kenner scale um, to continue on your basic um, Dark Knight collection and Batman Returns figures in that scale, in that style. Yeah, interesting. Um, because you've got Keaton back. To me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, but you know uh, there's I mean? probably a lot of things to you that are no-brainers that <laughs> yeah, aren't right. necessarily really no-brainers. But no, I agree <laughs> with you. You could well, have an old man Bruce Wayne with Michael Keaton. You could have him could. in the suit as Batman yep. um, in what, whatever the suit looks like for that, which apparently he's going to don. Um, you could have Supergirl, The Flash, Batfleck, whoever else in that bat in that 
Batman Dark Knight Collection Kenner 1999 scale and style and 1992 yeah, Batman yeah. Returns scale, and I would be so happy. Well, yeah, I mean, let, let, let's take a step back because I, you know, I gave you a bit of grief there for that for that thought. But you look at what companies have done with reaction, yeah, and you look at what Hasbro has done with this Star is the next Wars, logical right? Step. Look at Mandalorian figures done in in retro three Size, and three yeah. quarter inch scale. You would have to think they'd be thinking that. Like yeah. there'd have to be like be even if it doesn't, yeah, it, like least, even if it doesn't yeah. come out and get executed, mm. someone would have to have that. Like someone that can Someone's make this stuff that. happen is pitching yep. it, right? Yep. You know, oh, wouldn't this be cool to do the Dark Knight Collection or Superpowers in a retro style line? Mm. Yep. You know, with with the new film. So I so you can get around with your T-shirt, you know, that, that that says Batman and your age on it as well. Like. <laughs> Problem with that is it would date really quickly. <laughs> so I have a birthday every year. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, that's no, so cool. Very good. Hey, look, the thing I'm most excited about right now, and no one's mentioned it, and and that that's cool. But it's it's Silverhawks. It's old. Oh, it's yeah. Ultimates by Sil- Silverhawks. You placed your order. Ultimates. I haven't yet. No, and I just I have. I just like to wait until pop culture gets in, and then I do a price comparison, and because I got lots of points with them, I can get discounts and stuff. Mm. Um, but I watched two videos during the week interviews one by pixel dan one with the guy from the fush yep and, and they were largely the same i think they, they sort of hit all the same kind of points about vac metal and and price point on on the um monstar mm. and, and all those sorts of things character selection you know what's coming to me you know like I, I think a lot of people are bummed by the lack of vac metal but i i mean i honestly couldn't care less mm. like I love the VAC metal. I think VAC metal looks great. I don't think it works on a super articulated figure because of the way the ABS works and the way the articulation works um, and the cracking you get. I don't mind the more matte look. Brian Flynn has been talking about trying to do this paint sample where he's almost using automotive paint where, you know, like when you see those really fancy cars and it's yeah. like purple when it drives past and it turns green. Mm. He wants to use that. Wow. Like that's his, his aim. So you wow. get like a, a matte look when you look at it one way, but then you tilt it and you get like the the sheen. But he doesn't want it to bling too much because it's not accurate to the animation. So there's a lot of debate and a lot of people are not going to agree with me and that's that's fine. You you know, you can want your VAC metal, your super shiny version because that's what you remember from the toy. And as Brian puts it, most people are, uh, you know, have the fondest memories of those toys more so than the cartoon. But, But I love the idea of like a consistent kind of world that they're now building out with Thundercats. Thundercats, they had the choice to go full toy-inspired mm. or cartoon-inspired. And for me, the right choice was the cartoon looks. You know, as much as I like the LGN, I'm looking at them now on Frank's shelf. They look they look great. I think updated versions of those probably wouldn't have been the way to go. Mm. And then I think the Thunder, the, the, the Silverhawks kind of decision fits into, into that in my mind. So I quite like what they're doing. And I'm just so excited to have a new Ultimate. I, I think like we talked a bit in this new segment about... Power Rangers, Ultimates. I went in on Lightning Collection and pretty much got everything in, in the Lightning Collection. Um, got all the, the, the Power Rangers from the original show. Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin, yeah. yep. And and then by virtue of getting all the waves, got a lot of the other stuff. And now I'm seeing this going, oh, I almost need... You know, everything they've put out from the Disney stuff to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Silverhawks, Thundercats, like it's all gold. I just yeah, love... I've agreed. got I've got... Conan figures. I've got the Ren and Stimpy figures. I've got the Toxic Crusader. Um, I've got I've got pretty much everything they've done in <laughs> Ultimates. It's nice. like I'm I'm in on yep. on Ultimates. So I'm just I'm loving that that train. I'm loving the fact Monstar 
is just huge. huge. Bigger than I'm life. Just, bigger, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just super excited about that. So I'm that, just loving that Silverhawks is living again. Yeah. I mean, this is the first Silverhawks line since the 1980s. I yeah. mean, the, to me, that's just huge right there. That they're, they're, you know, Don't get me wrong, I think there's a market for it. But no one would have taken a chance on this a few years ago. No, no. So, so yeah, loving that. I'm, I'm really, I'm really on board with Loki. I'm loving Loki. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed the last episode. It was a bit of a, a deviation to maybe what we've seen from the first two, but it's, it's starting to unpack some, some really interesting thoughts, um, in there about what's going on, and it's again. Uh, that that plot, that underlying plot, is really hooking mm. me in. But it's just a, a beautifully told story. A lot of um, it's just a very unique show that feels just very fresh um, and very interesting. So really enjoying that. Yeah, and and I think Darren, you you probably got me on this one. That that flat seeing Michael Keaton on set yeah. was just so exciting to what that film can be. Yes. Because like I think if you if you'd pitched me like maybe a different Flash type of film i'd be like oh yep i'll go and see it and it's kind of it's kind of cool but now you start throwing in those elements and it's just it's a, it's raised it to another level yeah. it's, so. it's almost raising it to a marvel level yeah i think and, and i mean i don't mean to to say marvel do it best or anything but they they do you know they just do <laughs> bringing back those older characters you know like and things i just i just think that's so cool world building you yeah. know they need to understand how important it is to world build and how Awesome! It makes the overall story, yeah. you know, yeah. how, and, and that's fan fiction. That's is, internet fan. Yeah, fiction. I was just going to say it fuels yeah. the imagination because if this this is part of an extended universe with multiple continuities, then you may not see your preferred version again. But it means theoretically, it's possible. Anything, mm. everything exists that you've seen before, and and because it's a multiverse and and they're all there, so you don't necessarily have to see them again on screen for that. But I think that just fuels the imagination of of people no end to know that. Theoretically, you know, someone from Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, for example, could meet Linda Carter's, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just that, just the idea that that theory exists, or or that um, Michael Keaton could meet, you know, Lewis Wilson, the the actor that played Batman, who's no longer with us, but theoretically in your mind in the nineteen forty three serial, you know what I mean? That it all exists. You yeah. know, it's one yeah. giant multiverse. So is this Flash movie like DC's attempt at like some sort of because it's all time travel, presumably, it's like a softer reboot? It's I suspect so. Flashpoint, isn't Flashpoint? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not calling it Flashpoint. They're still calling it the Flash, or at least that's the working title. Mm. It's, it's Flash. I suspect it, uh, space points. Flash. <laughs> Flash's point or something. Like. <laughs> but I imagine it's sort of a Days of Future Past sort of. Yeah, because yeah. I know part of the... I've been following the, the Supergirl component of it quite closely and they've cast a Latino actress and there's the shot of her in the suit with like sort of short black short hair. hair. Yeah. And everyone's just sort of losing their minds over that. And I'm like, all right, I'm curious to see where this goes. And if it is indeed multiverse, then that's how they... Appease yeah. the fan base yeah, because yeah. to go. Don't worry, your, your blonde-haired supergirl exists somewhere She's still else. There. This yeah. is just not that version of her. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, the other thing I'm I'm very excited about, but uh, you know, just a little bit uh, hesitant on whether we'll actually see it concluded. Indy Indy Five, Indiana Jones Five, That's filming, started isn't filming. It? Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford got injured. He was oh, out of action oh. with the shoulder injury. Of yeah. He's seventy eight. Didn't the same thing happen old. on Force Awakens? Yeah, I yes. believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah a door fell on him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, a, yeah, a the, pneumatic door. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, look, I'm quietly confident after the debacle that was Crystal Skull. <laughs> I hope he can get to the end of this film. Yeah, um, and just just pass the mantle on to someone who's not Shia LaBeouf. And we'll, yeah. well, I think we'll be, I, yeah, I, I, think I re- read out um, the article um, when news broke about Indiana Jones's uh, about Harrison Ford's injury on the set of Indiana Jones, and Mum just sort of said. You know, he should retire from action films after this one. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> do, much. Do yeah. romantic comedies or dramas or, <laughs> or period pieces or something. <laughs> He's yeah. <really> but <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. So, look, there's a lot to be excited about. If you've got anything that you're into that you want to shout out, uh, hit us a line. And, yeah, we'd and love to hear we'd about it. We'd love, love to see what you're excited about. Because, you know, we certainly don't have a monopoly on everything. No, but this, awesome is, this and, is the and, hype yeah. train. This is exactly. personal we, we to your get journey. On board. Yeah, yeah, because there might be something we missed or whether it's in in, our, in the back of our minds and we're aware of it or even something that, you know, even better, that you drew our attention to that, that perhaps we should be looking at. Should be at. looking at getting yeah. on board, buy a ticket to. I remembered, <laughs> I remembered something. There's a new Netflix uh, TV series or movie, I think it's actually a trilogy called A Classic Horror Story and yep. they're comparing it to Hereditary, which Ooh. really piqued my interest. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's so like, stakes high. And it, so it, uh, it starts off like in today's you know um, era and then goes back in time. So you see the okay. um, 90s and then you see the 80s. Oh, and right. it's a bit of a slasher hereditary film or whatever. So that's a set of trilogy. So I'm really excited about that. You've got, you know, you've got my interest. Yeah, so, I love time travel. It and sounds I, pretty I cool. Enjoy yeah. horror films as well. So yeah, yeah. You put those two together. Go watch Hereditary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, happy happy birthday, Frank. Yes. Uh, thank you. Wishing you a very happy birthday for Tuesday. Yes. Thank you to all our patrons for your support, um, and thanks for everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. Wonderful to have your company. Hope to see you around the toy aisles. Um, stay safe and take care, everyone. All the best to the New South Wales. I was just going to yes. say, yeah. best wishes to everyone in, in New South Wales. We know it's a bit of a moving moving um, situation at the moment. We're not quite sure where where things are going. Last you know, at the time of this recording, it's now Sydney-wide lockdown. But, you know, um, we wish everyone the very best. Stay safe, stay healthy, whether you're in New South Wales or anywhere in the world. And... Um, Take care and and hopefully things will will improve really soon. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.